we have Emily, who's kind of like the female Roy Kent. Oh, see, I actually likened her to Jamie. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and I don't approve Chris Polaha's hair in this movie. Come on. Today we're discussing a winning team, which originally aired on Saturday, March 18th on the Hallmark Channel. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. We are both at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. You can also email us anytime, meganandwendy at gmail.com or pop into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about our Facebook group in a minute. Okay. Tell me some Hallmark news. Well, you know, we've been hitting the Hallmark news tap quite a bit, mm-hmm. and there's not a whole lot yeah. coming out of their camp lately. I'm calling this section Hallmark News and Notes plus a little housekeeping. Yeah. Spring Into Love officially kicks off next week mm-hmm. with a Tyler Hines movie called Picture of Her. Have you I s- mistakenly said that that movie was this week on the oh. end of last week's episode. If anybody's like... What are you doing? That's what happened. Oh, okay. Well, we have the entire spring lineup on our website at meganandwindy.com. Are you looking forward to the Tyler Hines movie? Always. I'm telling you, if the man does not have a candy cane hanging out of his <laughs> mouth, I might revolt. Look, he can make a bad movie watchable. Absolutely. Facebook group member and podcast listener Mike was talking about in the group how Hines always like greets friends or people like hello friends in the movies and Uh how he really like if sees him in person one day wants him to say that to him oh yeah that's a great moment yeah i was i was thinking about it you know you and i have talked about hopefully maybe going to christmas con this summer is it this summer right Uh and i'm gonna say like i think listener mike needs to come out let's have a Girls Gone Hallmark meetup. Meetup. If you'll be at Christmas Con, let us know. Yeah. And let's just try to get like pics with Heinz and all that fun stuff. But you are looking forward to that movie? I am. I Not about the movie. The previews are not leading me to me believe that the movie is going to be like some mind-blowing, groundbreaking Hallmark oeuvre. Mm-hmm. But I, obviously, we love Tyler Heinz. Rhiannon Fish is newish to me but i i think she'll do well i think it's a nice pairing that's funny you bring that up because based on today's movie we're talking about a winning team i'm like are they trying to introduce like newer newcomers with like seasoned actors i think that's always the move often the move i'm telling you i don't really like it oh no (laughs) i like a fresh face so do i but i like familiar favorites as well sure which is why they bring them in. They're like, you're going to watch this Rhiannon Fish movie because it's got our boy, Candy Cane McGee. Let's talk about last week's Unexpected Grace. Last week's episode, the Friday bonus episode, we did talk about the ratings for that movie and how it didn't fare very well. Right. I, I looked them up again, and I don't know if this is the, what do they call it, three plus live? Live or? plus three. The numbers that I came across are that it came in at number 106 
out of 150. Keep in mind, those rankings are not based on viewership. They're based on share of the demo. I have that number as well. Okay. 0.04. That's not good. I don't think it was Mark's most viewed show. I have a thought. Well, I was going to talk about like the heated debate in our Facebook group, but what are you leaning towards? This is a brief thought. I think this, damn it, it is raining again. I can't handle it. So much rain. It broke me. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I love the rain. I hate summer. I'm not looking forward to summer at all. At all. (laughs) But... It wasn't even supposed to rain today. It wasn't supposed to rain yesterday. Every time I turn around, it's raining. I just... Saturday, I'm not even an outdoorsy person. It was so sunny and beautiful on Saturday that I sat outside like a lizard and I was like soaking it up because it was so nice. Like the birds were chirping. Okay. Well, listen, my husband, he was complaining about the rain too. And I was like, dude, you want to move to potentially a cold weather, rainy state. And he's like... First of all, Denver has the most sunniest days. That is true. Okay, fine. And then he goes, second of all, I pay a premium to live in Southern California where it's not supposed to rain every freaking week. That's true. I know. Someone was like, I pay high taxes to live here and uh, I want my money back. So my husband also would like to move to someplace with, quote, seasons. And I think we're in season. A couple weeks ago, (laughs) he was like, I don't know about moving somewhere where it's cold like this all the time. Back on track. Yes. I have a prediction based on absolutely nothing, and yeah. that is that this movie might be one of those slow burn movies that people turn to and they're like, that was a really lovely story. Mm-hmm. In our Facebook group, that happens a lot when we have a movie on a particular topic. People will share like, oh, here's other great portrayals yes. of this. That's why I love our group. Yes. And I have obviously have not seen every Hallmark movie made. It's great to get those recommendations. So I think that might be what happens with this movie. Mm, okay. Now, let's talk about the hullabaloo, as it were. Well, I'm going to say there was a pretty heated conversation about the premise of this movie or what happened in this movie in our Facebook group. Yes. And did you have, we'll tell everybody what it was about in a moment, but did you have those feelings watching this movie? No, not once. Was I pleased with what Noelle did about not being forthright, forthright about her daughter dying. Did she handle it? Not quite right. Yes, that was all messy. But no, I did not agree with the claims that were being made. There were some people who felt like Noelle's behavior bordered on grooming. It made them really uncomfortable. And people felt really strongly that way. Mm -hmm. And then people felt really strongly the other way. Even, I'm really highly suggestible. So if someone's like, actually, I think this, I'll go, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, same. That didn't happen for me here. Uh I feel like they righted the ship at the right moment. Was it weird when she was like, she can stay here with me? It was weird. And her dad was like, that's not going to happen. He reacted appropriately to it. But I also don't think Noelle was suggesting that grace stay there so she could groom her for nefarious purposes yes yes i feel like she was developing this relationship in a motherly way Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I stand by. I think this is a really beautiful movie. I, I agree. So if you guys want to see everything that went down, click our link in the show notes to join the Facebook group. One last bit of news and notes. This past weekend was 90s Con put on by the That's Entertainment group, who also puts on Christmas Con twice a year. And among the many 90s stars in attendance was Jodie Sweetin, mm-hmm. along with some of her full and Fuller House co-stars, including Candace Cameron Bure. And there has been no outward statement of Jodie and Candace saying, like, we're not friends with each other. Mm-hmm. But I like to read between the lines. Sure. <laughs> Candace has made some very public statements. And then Jody will counteract by not addressing Candace personally, but by posting content that is in contrast to yes. CCB's beliefs. So when I saw her post from this weekend, she's wearing, among other things, a T-shirt that says Love Ya. And she, in her caption, says, big thank you to Dylan Mulvaney for my Love Ya shirt. Now, Dylan Mulvaney is a very public trans woman, and she's a fun follow on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Feels like a statement. I think so, too. 100% I think it's a statement. I think it's a big middle finger. Yeah. No? I do. And I tiptoed into the comments on Jody's Instagram post, <sighs> and then I, like, backpedaled real quickly. I could not stay there for very long. Our understanding is they were in the same room together. They didn't really interact. Right. Uh, like the two of us are doing, people read into those interactions. Obviously, we cannot know. I happen to think we're right. <laughs> I think it's telling that there was not a photo taken of them together other than a full group shot where they are not next to each other. Yes. Yeah. And, and it appears that CCB had her right-hand man, Andrea Barber, with her the entire time. Ooh. Um, which is kind of funny because Andrea Barber lives locally to yeah, us. Yeah, she's, she's an Orange County lady. And my opinion of her maybe is not fair because of who she associates with, I guess. I, I she works for Gap. Yeah. I don't think it's unfair to suggest that perhaps she shares some of those opinions well i'm going to suggest you stay off of ccb's instagram (laughs) because i went over there and it was just real bad well speaking of getting fired up yeah let's talk about a winning team oh my god let's hear a synopsis all right When pro soccer player Emily finds herself no longer in the game, she teams up with Ian, a laid-back small-town coach, to lead her niece's team to the playoffs, starring Nadia Hata and Christopher Polaha. This movie was written by Rana Yuashiro. She has one and only writing credit, and I'd like to read you a caption from an Instagram post of hers, if I may. It says, if you know me... Then you know I've been pursuing this writing dream for more than two decades. Two decades! That is a long time. And truth be told, I wasn't sure it would ever happen. So I'm extra proud that my first movie features both youth soccer and a badass Asian lead. Two things very close to my heart. Representation is important, and I feel grateful I've played a small part in that. I just enjoyed that. That's why I wanted to share it. You know, I looked at her LinkedIn because I was looking for more information about who she was. Yes. Yeah. And she did attend the University of Southern California like writing program for film and movies. Uh-huh. Like she she has been working yeah on this for a long time. So like I'm proud of her. I mean, sure. I don't know her, but like I'm proud of her for finally getting the writing credit that Yeah, I so felt much. the same feeling pride for her. <laughs> this movie stars obviously Christopher Polaha 
He plays Ian. Everyone knows who Chris Pollock sure. is, right? He was in last year's We Wish You a Married Christmas, a movie we both really enjoyed, and had a cameo in Haul Out the Holly. He will star in the highly anticipated A Biltmore Christmas later this year. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really looking forward to that movie. I hope it doesn't let me down. And according to his IMDb, he has a ton of upcoming work, including Harlan Coben's Shelter, which I think might be a Netflix movie. Based on a book? Yeah. Yeah. He's not listed on the, like, IMDb as, like, a main character. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, IMDb is hit or miss. Unreliable in its accuracy. Yeah. This was directed by Jason Furukawa, who has 13 directing credits, including A Magical Christmas Village. But he has worked as an assistant director on 71 wow. projects, including Pachinko on Apple TV+, Plus, The Simone Bio Story, and tons of Hallmark. So he's been in the directing gig for quite a while. Nadia Hada plays three-time World Cup soccer champion Emily... According to her IMDb, she's best known for her role in a series called Away on Netflix, and this is her first Hallmark movie. I'd also like to note that she was a VJ at MTV Asia at one time. What? Yeah. Marcy T. House plays Coach Avila in this movie. She has 102 acting credits. Wow. A broad range, things like Monster High and Ivy and Bean, but also Hallmark movies like Christmas and Evergreen, Bells Are Ringing, Cranberry Christmas, Picture Perfect Mysteries. She was in some episodes of Chesapeake Shores. I mean, she has just been working. Mm -hmm. A real standout performance for me in this movie. She was the coach, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Did you recognize Adil Zaidi? I did. He's been in a... He's been in a ton of stuff and he's always like the friend of role in these hallmark movies justice for adil i'm telling you it's time the man needs a lead role and i think he's pretty dang cute too nikki garcia plays ava she has only a handful of acting credits including an uncredited role in the hallmark movie five more minutes and i hope that this is just the beginning for her she was really cute i liked her too This was filmed in Vancouver during wintertime, which made this spring movie hard to film, especially the outdoor soccer scenes. Yeah, it was like snowy. The second movie in a row, we've got epic snowstorms impacting filming. Let's move on to first impressions. I'm going to let you go first. Fresh genre, fresh cast, stale tropes. Oh, I put... Typical Hallmark Fair with a dash of Ted Lasso. Yeah, I have that Ted Lasso. I'm going to swerve right into what I liked with that. Okay. Because I liked the soccer. I think that's a fresh take on a genre, on a storyline. We're not in an old town candy shop. We're not small town. (laughs) I liked it. And I think the timing is great. Ted Lasso season three launched last week. Mm -hmm. We have Emily, who's kind of like the female Roy Kent. Oh, see, I actually likened her to Jamie. Okay. You know, like... Because he's so aggressive. Uh-huh. And I just thought she was so grouchy. I think it's it's a good uh, amalgamation of those two. Now, obviously, I'm not the soccer one of the two of us. You live a much more soccer life than I do. So I'm sure you have some thoughts. I haven't I been do. in the soccer game since, since I was in high school. I have lots of thoughts. What did you like about this movie other than the, the soccer. soccer genre? Yeah. I thought there was some real snappy dialogue in this Agree. Movie. Agree. Loved a nod to the Swifties. The timing oh, again. Yes. Excellent. The Eras tour kicked off yeah. on Friday night. I just 
thought it was really fresh dialogue. Yeah, they the used board. words. I wrote this down. Sus. Yeah. Low key. Yeah. And then when Coach Ian tells the girls to stay off TikTok, yeah. I was like, wow. Wow. Yep. I wonder if that went over the heads of some of maybe the more mature viewers of Hallmark. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to say shout out for the Asian American casting throughout this movie. Yeah. I love when Hallmark has a nice diverse cast and mm-hmm. we're not, it's a movie not about like a Chinese restaurant or Chinese New Year or whatever. Like it's not even like addressed. You know what I mean? I like it. I thought those exact same thoughts. I was looking at IMDb while you were talking because I was curious about something. And this has a whole host of executive producers, but one of whom is Joa Botkin. Now, do you recall what I have said about the kind of stories Joa Botkin likes to write? Family, drama, Yeah, she likes to write complicated relationships. This is right in her wheelhouse. But she was a producer. She was not a writer on this movie. Yeah, but I thought... Toward the end of this movie, we had a lot of gems, and a lot of them came from Emily's brother. And first, she's talking to him about how, you know, she and Ian, like, how disappointed he was that she was leaving. And she's like, what did he think I was going to do? Like, I had to go back to my team. And he says, maybe he thought he was the team, too. Like, Mm -hmm. his marriage had ended because his wife wasn't willing, like, she could either be a wife or she could be a doctor. She couldn't be both. And now here he is in this same situation again. Mm -hmm. I have some thoughts about how he behaved. But Mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting. Maybe he thought he was the team, too. Because then the brother says, it doesn't have to be either soccer or us. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get to the point where you find a little bit of balance in your life. Okay, so that's one of the through lines that I liked about this movie is you can have your something, but your something doesn't have to be your everything. Yeah, great. And I enjoy that. Like, you can love soccer and acting and still have fun doing both. Like, I thought that was a good message. Or for Emily, like, exploring hobbies outside of, like, she was just so consumed with soccer and training and this is who I am. Yeah, yeah. So I did enjoy that through line. However, I did think that there were some weird guilty feelings sure i'm gonna talk more about that okay in our next section i gotta say that christopher palaha continues to impress me Mm. and there were some scenes in this movie where i thought he had they were wonderful heartfelt scenes Mm. like i truly believe he's such a good actor Mm -hmm. i didn't love i'm gonna say it now i didn't love the script i thought it was kind of boring the story. The story. Mm. And I think he deserves a meteor role. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, when him and Emily are in the kitchen and he's telling the story of why he and his ex broke up, like I felt it was very enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Like he just, I don't, I just find him to be a very good actor. Yeah. I, I think this was a miscast for him though. Oh, interesting. I felt like this was... A good movie for a newcomer, but not a good movie for, like, a seasoned vet. Okay. Okay. Those are my opinions. That's fine. And put the Tamra Judge meme up. Let's talk what we wished for. Okay. Again, 
I thought the movie was pretty boring overall. Okay. I, I kept like looking at the clock to see like when it was going to be over. I feel terrible saying that. I didn't love it. That's okay. I wished for, among other things, less ropes course, most, more soccer. Uh, I, I feel like Hallmark must have some agreement with this ropes course. Like we will use you as a set piece in X amount of our movies because there are so many ropes courses in Hallmark movies. Mm. I get it. Like the team building, the mm-hmm. connection. I get it. There was too much going on. If you're going to make a soccer movie, have fun with the soccer part of it. Get more involved with the team. Have a a, a rivalry with another team. Mm. Ha- get into the relationships with the players. Get more into that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make a soccer movie, make a soccer movie. Yes, I agree with that. Like, yeah, absolutely. We had yeah. enough externally going on with Emily and her relationship with Ava and Ava exploring other interests and Emily's team back home and Ian with his business development right. while also kind of like still emotionally recovering from his divorce. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. I agree. I a lot of like pew, 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 lots of <laughs> lots of storylines coming my way. Yeah. So I needed Nadia Hata's character Emily to be more likable. You need to calm down. I just I needed to root for her. And I thought she was gruff and short and a know-it-all and super competitive. And I was like, yeah, I don't I don't ride with you kind of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just needed her to chill out a little bit. She had some moments where I was like, I like the actress. I was like, oh, she's yeah, really fun too. to watch on screen. But her character, when she slide tackles Ian, I was like, she should have been punched in the face. That was ridiculous. There's <laughs> You're not condoning violence against women, no, right? No, I'm not. But there's no world in which that is a reasonable action in a pickup soccer game and she would know better she would know better it's not like i can't turn it off yeah yeah you had to work too hard to like her and then root for her relationship with ian that's i just that's why i didn't care and i thought they had zero chemistry too like it was a very like platonic relationship to me i thought i thought yeah, I thought they made the chemistry work. I think Christopher Palaha could have chemistry with the paper bag. So Okay, fine. You, like, tuck her little hair behind her ear. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I don't know what to tell you. That's <laughs> It doesn't take much. Fine. But I, uh, I, I just hear you. didn't. I didn't. I didn't love it. Please don't come for me. But some of these soccer scenes were, like, brutal to watch. <laughs> and, okay, so if you remember last week in Unexpected Grace I talked about, basketball defense yeah and before i was a basketball mom i was a soccer mom and i'm telling you like the swatting away of the ball when uh, they kick it on the goalie (laughs) like well okay and it's funny because a listener of the pod she goes by pb she messaged me on instagram she's like i cannot wait to hear what you guys have to say about this character emily and i was like oh i'm 15 minutes in and the soccer is killing me and she's like well i used to play soccer too and then she goes oh by the way she sends me this instagram post that the actress nadia had posted and was talking about how excited she was about this movie and how how special it was because she played competitive soccer when she was younger and I was like, yikes, because when she was taking shots on goal, it looked like me taking shots on goal. Yeah. I've never played soccer in my entire life. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm not expecting like world champion soccer to happen out here, but just better soccer. It's a beautiful game. It's really fun to watch when it's done correctly. And I'm going to say that 
a show that we watch on Netflix, Never Have I Ever. Oh. They do soccer well on that team. And you know why I know that? Because my daughter's former trainer was hired as like an extra to play soccer on that. Like they hire extras who actually know how to play sports. So anyway, those were really hard for me to watch. I feel like we're dancing around something right now. What? Say it. Is it woman on woman crime? Justice for Chris Palaha's hair. It's terrible. Chris Palaha is one of the most attractive men on the planet. Let me just put it out there. I don't think the actors in these movies are responsible for their own hair and makeup. Um, I found it distracting. It was awful. Somebody uh, is mad at him. No, no. Somebody <laughs> messaged me and they and I don't think you watched One Tree Hill, did you? No. They said he's giving real Dan Scott vibes. So I want you to Google Dan Scott One Tree Hill and you're going to see what she's talking about. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's that real like center part side sweep. Oh, that was so bad. I'm sorry. Why did they brush all his hair forward? He's such a sexy man. Why did you have to make him look like that? It was a real choice. It was a real choice. I'm sorry. Something that you mentioned earlier that I want to talk about. Did this dude want Emily to officially leave her soccer career for him? Okay. I put that in my notes and then I took it out. Okay. I originally said like, I wish Emily hadn't been the one to uproot her life and move back home. Right? Because going back to what the brother said, like he wanted to be a part of the team. And going back to my comment about my first impression, how I feel like this is an old Hallmark trope we're dealing with, which is there's no communication. The point at which she says, like, I'm going back to my team. And he's like, basically, F you. Mm -hmm. Not, well... I really feel like there's something here. Can we have a conversation about how this could work? Like, I could be a PR real estate developer sports complex dude anywhere. Okay, but he gave his ex-wife so much grace and understanding when she wanted to pursue medicine. He's like, that's who she is. She's doing great there. Why not the same for Emily? Well, but I don't think that he didn't want her to pursue it. I think she didn't want her to be gone. Well, dude, that's not your decision. This woman has worked her entire life to be on the a women's soccer team. I hear you. I do hear you. And the only reason I took, like, I wish Emily hadn't been the one to uproot her life is because her family is here and it's really important for her to be there for Ava. But also, like, Ava's 15. She's going to, like go to college in a couple of years. And Ava has a dad. Yeah. And that dad should not have said anything about like, you're a mother figure for it. Well, no. the dad did say like, it doesn't have to be either or like you, you could do both. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hear you. I mean, I just don't think a professional sports athlete says to like the coach. Yeah. I'm really I'm not. I'm ad living here. I don't think she said these words, but like I, my heart's not into it. Trade me to a different team. Yeah, that's. I don't think that's how, uh, that's how <laughs> sports like, training contracts works. work. <laughs> but okay, whatever. I hear ya. Time for did you see that? Yeah, I have a couple. Let me preface this with saying I am not talking about someone's skin here. Okay. I Do you hear? Wait to what hear I'm where this is going. At the beginning, at the top of the movie, during the soccer scenes. The actress had a noticeable bump on her forehead. Like, literally looked like she, she hit, got hit her head. head. Like, yeah. 
like a hematoma on her forehead. And then later on in the movie, when she's like at the soccer place again, the bump is still there. Like, obviously, they shot the scenes like back to back. See. That's all I was pointing out. Yeah, probably got a big bump from taking a header <laughs> incorrectly. Something. Like, she, a huge bump. So that's what, let me I, be clear. I'm not talking about. I don't think you are. I skin. hear you. I'm concerned she was concussed. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the continuity of the yes. scenes. I'm sharing something that was shared in our Facebook group. Okay. Because I appreciate the, the zoom in from, you know who it is, Facebook member Mike. In a recent movie, there were some home listings that were laughable. Yeah. Well, they they put a little more effort into these, and he did us the good favor of screenshotting some of them Mm -hmm. and the descriptions. For example, one says, in the backyard, there is a river that is said to hold magical properties. Maybe not, but it sure does have a nice kitchen. Or... Gosh. Close to nice schools, but not so close that you can hear the noise of children. And there are no ghosts here. Yep, not ghosts at all. That's hilarious. <laughs> and finally, great light if being seen is your bag, man. <laughs> I just... Bravo. Uh, Someone had fun with that. Yeah, I love that. Very few people are going to ever notice it, but we want you to know that your work did not go unnoticed. Thank you, Mike. I would also like to point out in that same scene, Ian's reading a newspaper, and they show a photo of a complex that he was going to buy. And Megan and I had a talk about this prior to recording. The photo is an actual Toka soccer center. And I, if you're not in like the soccer like sphere world, you're not going to know what Toka is. Yeah, it is a training center for soccer. So I thought that's so unusual that they actually, this is what he wanted to pursue and that they actually put a Toka center in the photo. Yeah. Someone Googled like sports facility and grabbed yeah. the first one. Yeah. Nice. Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a little complaint. IMDb titled this movie as winning team when clearly their poster reads a, a winning, winning team. team or a winning team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why did they do that? It's so annoying. Get it together, people. You ready to rate this movie? Yeah, I'm making a bad face right now. I know. Um, if you say four stars, I'm going to... 2.5. I gave it two. Oh. Okay. okay. I know. It feels low. I'm sorry. It. I agree. It, it could have been really good. Mm-hmm. It just quite wasn't. Mm-hmm. Next week, big week, we have Picture of Her, the official Spring into Love kickoff starring... Tyler Hines and Rhiannon Fish. We have the Way Home season finale, and I'm not ready. And we have the Ride season premiere. A lot of stuff. Four brand new episodes from us, including our long story short episode. If you're not listening to that podcast, you know, it's a women's midlife. It's a lot of fun over there. I think you're going to get the same thing you get here. We just don't talk about Hallmark. Yes. Right? You want to hang with us for another 45 minutes. Hop on over Long Story Short with Megan and Wendy, and we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye.